definitely human. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. While Fortuna has endured the criticisms of those who pine for the old ways of monarchs and noble houses, it has been triumphant in proclaiming the superiority of the common market and independent finance as governing principles. And when such proclamations fall upon deaf ears, it is incumbent upon the citizens of our great city to ensure that revolutionaries are subdued and we do not fall backwards. Our heroes now forge ahead, eager to do their civic duty and uphold the great to order no matter the cost to themselves. Chaos! Skirmishes! Pax Fortuna! Summoned before the magistrate, part four. Are you okay, Selwyn? Oh, yes, yes. Did you want to try drinking some blood? Uh, no, no, that's more of a human thing. Uh, orcs don't tend to, that's not a thing we really do, no. Neither do humans. Yeah, just to reiterate, most humans don't do that either. Well, I mean, I've known abstinence longer, so, uh... Well, you guys are missing out. <laughs> uh, you, when you reach for the ladder, Pavel slings his bag across his back and starts trying to clamber up with his one good hand and his metal tongs. Can you hand there, Pavel? Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really slowly point at abstinence and I, oh, watch out for this one. <laughs> he hangs his head and sighs. <laughs> As it happens, yes, I do. Okay, I help him up. Okay, well, you're just gonna like put a hand on his. Yeah, and, like, like push. push his bum up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's slightly easier for him with that, but he still uh, grunts with the exertion. When he comes to the uh, top, it opens up the manhole cover. The carnival outside looks like it's really getting into some kind of a swing. Oh, oh this is good, isn't? Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should just go and uh, have fun in the carnival. There's always time for that afterwards. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's not around forever, is it? It'd be a shame to miss it. <laughs> it's going to be here for another week or so. We've got. We've is got it? Some time. Oh, good. 
Elm Street, you can see lots of people in masks. People are dancing to music. There's a lot of street stalls selling uh, sausages. There are some street performances of music or very loudly acted plays. Maybe we should uh, get a sausage or something. You want a sausage? I wouldn't say no to a sausage. Okay. I buy, sell, and a sausage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he needs to get his energy um, out. Pavel looks back at you as you approach the store and says, uh, I hate to say it, but I, I am not sure there is time. There's always time for sausages, Pavel. Look, you've already taken his orc blood. He just needs, you know, a little just, bit Again, more we just call it blood, really. Yeah. <laughs> Ketchup, mustard? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, Squirt Pavel looks at <laughs> Alfonso and Victor. It's fine. They'll catch us up. Let's just yeah, go. Let's let's go. Just go. Let, let, we, should, we should proceed. And he uh, bustles <laughs> forward through the crowds. Any more fireworks in the sky? There are no fireworks now, but the cloud of smoke that all the fireworks just uh, as gave impressive off to is me. Very colourful. I'm enjoying it just as uh, much. Reaching far into the sky now, and we're running towards this hill. Yes, in the opposite direction of the fireworks, you are making your way through the crowd as fast as you can. It starts to thin out as you reach the edge of the city, the western edge. In the distance, you can see the hill is marked on its sides by trees in a sort of a copse. Pavel points and says, if he is performing a ritual at the uh, ancient site of the Chaos Temple, it, it will be up there. Well, let's go then. Come on, gang. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wave my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I run towards the hill excitedly. Pavel keeps up as best he can, but he's a lot shorter than you and his little legs, they're flurrying. Come on, Pavel! So yes, yes, let's go! <laughs> okay, you are now quite some distance from the streets and the sounds of the carnival behind you. You can still see the lights, mostly in the distance. As you reach the cops, you can see up on the fairly small mound, it's called Bexley Hill, but it's not really that large. You can see in the distance the silhouette of an old man and two larger hulking figures. There he is, Lord Jasper, over there. What's the plan, Pavel? When do you summon this giant beast? Well, uh, if we can stop him before he completes the ritual, then maybe we won't need to. I don't know, it'd be quite fun. You summon a beast, he summons a beast, we have a big beast fight. Oh yes, I like that. Yeah, that sounds great. As you say that, you see a pillar of light <laughs> descend from the heavens right onto where Lord Jasper is. He stops whatever he's doing for a second and points towards you and the two servants that are with him make their way down the hill towards you. I start clapping. <laughs> I wave. Okay, Pavel, get summoning. Can we help? Do you need us to help you summon? What's uh, the... No, I, I don't believe you can help in any way. Uh, just make sure I am not disturbed. All right then. <laughs> And I draw my sword. Run towards the figures, yeah. I haven't seen the people coming towards us, <laughs> but I take my axe out when you take your sword out instinctively. <laughs> I myself will stay near Pavel, but I'll send PM. Okay, you run to meet each other at the foot of the hill. Alfonso, you're staying with Pavel. He, from his pouch, takes out what you know to be uh, occasion turtle eggs, a small pouch of them, and a bottle of orc blood, and a dish, and a small glowing blue vial. So he has a bit of ghost as well. He has a bit of ghost as well, yeah. And uh, a gerbil. <laughs> okay, sure. He places the oak blood into the dish and then the gerbil and starts slowly feeding the gerbil the occasion turtle eggs. All right. This is very un unlike the magic I use, but uh, <laughs> you know, different magical schools have different techniques, I suppose. So I'm pretty interested because I don't really get to see much summoning. As Victor absence PM17 and Selwyn approach with two undead servants, please roll for initiative. 10. 17. 6. 18. 
the undead servants walk towards you. Are you in any particular formation? Like, who would be first? Uh, me. We're probably both pretty yeah. level, I don't All know. Right. Okay. So um, charging in together. Of these two undead servants, for one closest to you, Absence charges you and launches a flying tackle at Okay. You. Yes, he catches you in the stomach, and you crumple to the ground okay. with his arms around you. The other one attacks you, Sir Victor. Instead of running and tackling you, he tries to hold you in a kind of bear grab. Your arms are out with your sword and he can't quite get his arms around yours properly to restrict you. Very slippery. You are with that metal. Mm-hmm. No friction for him to find purchase on. Selwyn, you act next. I'll take a swing at the neck of the one that is attacking Victor. Okay, you sidestep to flank the cadaver and please roll to attack. <laughs> one. You... <laughs> You swing at the undead servant and you miss him as he's trying to get around Victor's arms. You hit Victor's metal arm. Please roll a 1d8 for damage. Four. Four plus your strength modifier. Uh, you take six points of damage, Victor, <laughs> as your right arm falls off. <laughs> and I just shout, got him! <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment, Selwyn. <laughs> Nothing like a good bit of teamwork! Is this going to knock down my damage dice? Because it's only one-handed yeah. now. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Abstinence? Yeah, I want to try and stab him in the neck with my dagger. Please make an attack roll to hit him directly. Uh, six. Six. You uh, stab at his neck, but he is right on top of you and you can't find him as such. You're kind of stabbing into the air around him. So, Victor. One of the undead is still attacking me. Yes. Selwyn is also attacking you. <laughs> Selwyn's also attacking me. You um, have your sword in your left arm still. I'm assuming as a knight you are proficient with both hands. Okay, I guess I'll I'll try to impale the one that's attacking me. Please roll to attack. Eight. You take a stab at him, but your weight is not evenly distributed anymore, and you find that your aim is off now Duh. because you are trying to find your balance, but you stab Again, into the air. They're like, smoke these things. <laughs> PM17. I can see Absinthe struggling on the floor and with Selwyn and Victor taking care of this other one in heavy quotation marks. Uh, <laughs> I'll just start. PM17, get that one off Abstinence. Okay, he has been standing there watching, but hearing <laughs> your command, he grabs down at the cadaver that's on Abstinence. Can you make Straight a strength check for him? 16. 10, he manages to wrench this cadaver up and off of abstinence um, and is now holding him still. Thanks, PM. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yell in the distance. Alfonso, now you can see Pavel having fed the turtle eggs to (laughs) to the gerbil. The orc blood is now fizzing slightly. There's lots of bubbles coming off of it and he tips the vial of ghost onto the gerbil and it seems to be absorbed into it. Good Lord. It makes a little (laughs) sound. So a Pavel, can I presume this gerbil will perhaps be transformed by this ritual or will it be consumed by it? Well, uh, naturally, it will be possessed by the chaos beast. Uh, uh, you you are a, a magician yourself. Are you not, I, I, I am indeed. However, I do not tend to deal with uh, the possession of still living creatures. I suppose I tend to... Uh, Animate the dead. Oh, well, we are summoning him, uh, another Chaos Beast, in from a uh, other plane. It does not have a body here. We must uh, give it something to inhabit. Of course, of course. Amazing. Should I Should I stand back? Should I make a room? Is this um, going to be dangerous? It, it 
will become dangerous, yes. Uh, perhaps you perhaps you should. I'll follow your lead, and then I back off a bit. It is the turn of the uh, cadavers that are attacking you. Now, one of them is being held by PM. He's going to make a grapple attempt mm -hmm. to try and escape the grasp. Uh, six. The undead servant seems to have some sort of limited training in combat, and it, it reaches back into uh, what is left of its brain and turns your undead servant's arm around into an arm lock behind his back. Oh, snap. The other undead servant, having dodged your stab, Victor, tries to punch you in the face. I don't have a face. So. It lands a fairly meaty blow in your helmet, Giving you three points of damage and denting the side of your head. Okay. And your visor squeaks a little in protest. Selvin. I take another swipe at this uh, cadaver's neck. Please uh, roll to hit. 16. You step forward and swing your axe at its head and land cleanly. Please roll 1d8 for damage. 1. <laughs> Plus your two strength, you deal three points of damage uh, to the cadaver. Um, you nick it in the neck. It doesn't quite slice it off, but it is uh, kind of half hanging his head. <laughs> <laughs> From up on the hill, you all hear an almighty roar of something bestial. My God, what was that? As you look up, you can see a massive reptilian beast, scaly and dry, with a kind of alligator head, standing on its hind legs. It's got a large stomach and kind of small clawed hands. I turn to Victor and I say, do you suppose that's the, uh, the chaos beast? It would be a weird coincidence <laughs> if it wasn't. <laughs> yes, you're, you're probably right, Victor. I mean, I've never seen one before. I have no idea. Well, I've never seen one before either. So cool. It is, isn't it? It's really cool. <laughs> so I'm sort of like looking, expecting it to gerbil. Like, any minute now. <laughs> any minute now. Abstinence, it's your turn. Okay. And where, where, where are the other two cadavers? So one is holding PM. 17 in a kind of arm lock okay. and the other has been hit in the neck with an axe and is standing next to Victor and Selwyn. Alfonso, how do we kill these things? Just stab them till they stop moving. <laughs> Great, thank you so much. Very helpful. That was sort of my plan anyway. I'm glad you went to school for this. That's the medical term. <laughs> the heart, the brain? Yeah, cut off the head, sever the head. What would you like to do? Stab it in the neck and then I'll sort of like jank the... Dagger around. Like Saw it. Like <laughs> Saw it's head off yeah. with your dagger. Yeah. Wow. A very good choice. Uh, please roll to hit. 15. You managed to get around the side of it and stab your dagger straight into its neck. It's quite fleshy and thick. Not Soft, as supple. Yeah, exactly. Not as uh, kind of desiccated and crunchy as PM17's neck would be. Oh. And uh, please roll <laughs> uh, 1d4 for damage. Four. You stab into the neck and you start sawing. Woo! <laughs> as well maintained as the flesh is, the skeleton, there's not much you can do to maintain that. And it's quite dry and it seems to crack beneath your blade, his spinal cord. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you can see a piercing shaft of light hit where Pavel is. And Alfonso, you see the light is going down onto this gerbil, which starts to tremble in the dish. Begin to step back. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning forward, but also stepping back. Very curious. He says, uh, stand back. Yes, it's, it's better that you stand back now. I'm going like, to move to the side, so I'm not, not between the gerbil and the crocodile. I'm very much like to the side. Chaos Beast on top of a hill uh, gives an almighty roar. 
So, Victor, it's your turn. I want to finish removing the head of the one that's partially decapitated. Please roll to attack. Three. Your aim is still put off. You're swinging wildly. Your balance is completely off with your arm being lost, and you only manage to hit the air. So PM17 is standing with Abstance over this cadaver, which is on the ground. Uh, Abstance is still holding on to the head of his cadaver with her dagger in the other hand. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess send uh, PM17 over to go and help Victor and Selwyn. Okay, PM charges the cadaver. PM, headbutt him. Make an attack roll for the headbutt, please. 13. 13 manages to uh, stick his head low and charge directly into the cadaver's stomach. Please roll a 1d4 for damage. That is two. The others hear something crunch inside the cadaver and it falls to the floor with PM17 staggering around nice. above it. The cadaver tries to get up but is not able to yet. Selwyn, it's your turn. I would like to pull the cadaver's head off. Okay. I'll plant a foot on its chest and grab its head with my hand and rip it off. Okay, please make a strength check at advantage. Seven. Yep, uh, it puts up a little resistance. The skin is quite stretchy, but you do manage to snap it off. Hey! And then I turn to abstinence and hold my head up. Woo! So badass! <laughs> and then I wave my you head at his as well. Woo! Behind you, you hear a squeak grow louder and turn into some kind of roar, the uh, gerbil starts expanding in size very, very rapidly and seems to take on new muscle definition and its teeth grow in size and become sharpened at the front of its mouth. So it has these two large fangs. It is now bigger than a person and continues to grow. So it still stays in its gerbil form. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's like really hench now. Right, okay. Like really muscular, like... It's still got a small beady uh, gerbil eyes. <laughs> but, uh, the chaos beast <laughs> at the top of a hill is coming running towards you now, picking up quite a bit of pace. While these two beings clash, should we try and stop Lord Jasper? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan. Kind of like calling from a distance. Sounds like a good plan. All right, I'll, I'll come to you then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already running towards Jasper. Okay, I'll catch you guys up. <laughs> okay, the gerbil is now massive, one and a half story high. Uh, still on all fours and roaring. It's fairly high-pitched, but extremely loud now. Pavel is standing to the side and behind his gerbil champion. As I'm to the side, I'd like to just sprint straight up the hill towards Jasper, and while I'm doing so, I'd like to I'll just say, PM17, look after Pavel, make sure he doesn't come to any harm. Defend him with your life if needs be. Okay, he moves over to stand in front of Pavel to uh, protect him from any harm. The lizard runs Past you, you, uh, all four of you, managed to skirt round him as he stomps his way towards Pavel and the gerbil, the ground trembling beneath his feet. Jasper is still at the top of the hill and he cries out at you, What are you doing? What, what have you done? You used us, Jasper. You used us all. Except me. He said, <laughs> Yes, for the greater good. There are limits. You know. <laughs> Victor, you you understand? Stop these people. They're ruining everything. I really do appreciate what you're trying to do. I really do. <laughs> Honestly, I have every sympathy, but this is not the way to go about it. Okay, as you approach, please roll initiative. Eight. Seven. Four. One. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> Lord Jasper extends his fingers towards you, and a spray of rainbow-colored light extends from his fingertips to strike all of you. The light hits you and you feel it as a cold presence in your chests 
and it deals all four of you four points of damage. Oh, oh God. That's half my health. And half my health. Two. He doesn't seem to be backing down at all. Okay, well, originally I was going to talk to him being a political official. I'm sure I'd get in trouble, but as now it's purely self-defense, I want to run up and channel my necromantic energy to do damage to him. Please roll to attack because he's going to try and brush Five. You reach out, but he is quite nimble for his <laughs> age. He sees you coming because you're uh, coming up at him and he kind of ducks out of the way. So Victor. I'm going to attack him with my sword. He says, you you cannot kill me. I am a magistrate. I mean, I probably can't kill you, but between the four of us, one of us can. Okay, uh, please roll to attack. 13. You step forward towards him and as he's ducking out of the way of Alfonso's death grip, you swing your sword into him. You deal 1d8 damage. Oh, you slice at him for two damage, hitting him in the leg, and he falls to a floor, clutching his leg. Okay. Abstinence. Um, I'm going to stab him with my dagger. Okay, he's on the floor. You'll have to like leap on top of him to stop him like yep. squirming away from you. Please roll to attack. 17. Yep, you leap on top of him and he goes, oh, beneath you. <laughs> and you stab him in the side mm -hmm. with your dagger. Please roll 1d4. Four. Ooh. Um, you stab him in the side and you feel him go very weak beneath you and the small vial fills with a rush of hot blood in the end of your dagger. Mm. He cries out in pain. <laughs> Selwyn, what would you like to do? Um, I kind of slow my run a little bit. <laughs> 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 I kind of like stretch. <laughs> well, uh, I'm pretty happy with how this uh, turned out. You know, uh, he took a bit of me and now you've taken a bit of him. Uh, I don't quite have the bloodlust I once uh, <laughs> I once did. Uh, this balance again, it feels like. How are you, uh, how are you feeling now, Jasper? Uh, so you, uh, let me give it straight. You're standing over him, talking to him now. Yeah. He's on the, yeah. on the ground. Maybe uh, you want to... Give up on this whole uh, chaos beast idea now that it's clear that you know we'll uh, we'll kill you if you uh, if you carry on like this. No, he says. I am bringing back the old Fortuna as it was meant to be. I'm just saying, uh, perhaps you don't quite uh, wield the same sort of uh, power or authority as you did before in this current position, and maybe you would like to uh, sort of reassess how things are going. And uh, says, if I cannot succeed, I will take you all with me he clutches <laughs> at a necklace uh, on his chest which begins to glow red okay uh, I say all right then and I would like to swing down and chop his head off <laughs> uh, please roll to attack at advantage 10 you swing your axe down as he is uh, mid laugh he's going <laughs> and the axe goes chunk through his neck deep into the soil of a hill beneath whoa <laughs> so in blood rushes out and the necklace seems to stop glowing. I thought we were planning to uh, arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear us all yelling about how we were going to kill him? I thought it was just bravado. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a bit of bravado, I'll be honest. But then he started saying about how he was going to take us all with him. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, we can't have that. So uh, 
took his head off. Excellent work. So, <laughs> You did very well yourself, Victor. Oh, thank you. I'm feeling terrible. I think I'm <laughs> on the point of falling apart now. You hear still the roars of the lizard beast and the very loud screeching of the gerbil. The lizard's roars tail off and you see, if you look down, the gerbil tearing at the lizard's stomach with its massive front teeth. In the distance in Fortuna, you can see fireworks going off again now in a more steady, measured, and synchronized pattern. I sit down and watch the fireworks. Okay, I'll sit down next to you. And I start trying to reattach my arm. What an awesome adventure this turned out to be. It's always a pleasure fighting alongside you, chaps. <laughs> you too, Sir Victor. Yeah, it was uh, not quite the dinner party experience I was hoping for. Bit of out of the ordinary for you, Alfonso? Yeah, I must admit, I was sort of hoping to further my career a bit with this. You see Pavel at the bottom of the hill uh, watching as his gerbil champion is tucking into the innards of a massive <laughs> lizard that's lying on the ground, viscera scattered everywhere. A lot of paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've got I've got a little bit of soul searching to do. I'm going to head back to Mortheim and confront my family. They've been lying to me all this time, so I'm heading back to confront them and see what's up. Meeting Lord Jasper and talking to him about his politics has given me a lot to think about as well. I might have to go back and reconsider a few things. Well, you can always come with me to Mortheim and see the uh, royal family there, see if that takes your fancy while I'm doing my family stuff. I mean, that would be great. But I don't have any money, so you would have to pay for me. <laughs> pay your way. <laughs> well, you could be my protection. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> I take out an orange and then I open one of my pockets and inside is the two baby kobolds that we took uh, from the box all that time ago and I've been keeping them in my pocket this whole time. <laughs> you and I just feed them little chunks of oranges. You see two fuzzy orange faces from inside Selwyn's coat start nibbling at the fruit that Selwyn offers. There you go, little uh, bluebell and foxglove. I can't believe you still have those with you, Selwyn. Well, no one would buy them. No, no one, no one wanted them. them. <laughs> I know, so I've just sort of got them now, I suppose. Oh, they're so cute. As our heroes bask in the glow of victory, the smoke of fireworks dissipates over Fortuna. It has been hundreds of years since the ancient shrine on Bexley Hill last served its purpose of bringing evil into the world, and abstinence Alfonso, Selwyn, and Sir Victor can now rest easy, having added to the story of good's triumph over evil and protected their beloved city from a descent into past mistakes. The revelations of this night will need to be processed, of course. A reckoning calls out to abstinence, a yearning to reconcile her new understanding of herself with her parents' treatment of their unusual condition. But for now, our heroes watch over their city and its declining revelry, at home in their companionship and in peace. You've been listening to When Summoned Before the Magistrate, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight, Tom Dalling and Maximilian John, with music by Jonathan Day, starring Charlie May as Abstinence de Montfort, Harry May as Alfonso Boyo, David Knight as Selwyn Bloodstorm, and Elizabeth Smith as Sir Victor Bartolomei. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26 episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production.
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.